Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Coming at you from New Jersey this week. Oh, and you were somewhere before that, right? Um, yes, I was. So Monday night, after I got done with my clients, I got on the road and drove to Baltimore. And got to Baltimore at like 2 a.m. Um, and so I was there Tuesday and today. And then tonight, whenever I was done working in Baltimore, I drove to New Jersey. And I work just over the state line in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, tomorrow. And then I work in Allentown Friday, which is also in Pennsylvania. And then Friday night, I get to go home. Well, that'll be nice. Give you the weekend home after all your travels. Yes. Yes. So how are you? What's new? I'm good. And first off, welcome to 30 Talk, guys. Yes. Welcome back. Um, Yeah, I'm good. I... I put out on Instagram, you probably saw, like, for date night in ideas, because, yeah, we're we're good over here. We're just missing, you know, going out and enjoying each other and mm-hmm. just having that time. And because we can't really have it right now, just with everything, the kids, it's, it's hard, so. You have to date in-house. Yeah, you know, so get creative. Um, so I got, yeah. a, I got a few responses. Um, Ooh, what were they? Well, see, I also learned that it deletes your responses on Instagram after you ask, like, and people respond. So I only wrote down a couple before and just never oh. had a chance before it deleted. <laughs> so um, but thank I, you for sending your responses in, but we don't know what they are. <laughs> they're gone. So, um, but we, I got quite a few for, um, like grilling or making meat and cheese boards, um, like getting creative with oh, food. Oh yeah, yeah, getting yeah. Out. What and is that board called? Char- I, don't, I always is it say char- charcuterie, charcuterie. <laughs> I think it's that just sounds weird. Charcuterie. Um, yeah, meat and cheese board. Okay, <laughs> that's what I call it. Um, but yes, I think you're right. So, um. So yeah, like doing things like that and just um, binge watching shows and renting a movie. Um, yeah, I had one here. Let's see. I don't think I'll ever be organized on this episode. Okay. <laughs> so from Christy, we had um, dinner, sex, wine, sex, wine, dessert, in no particular <laughs> order. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> I like it too. Except I'm That's not funny. a big wine drinker. I want to be. <laughs> I just am not. Um, so. Oh gosh. Back in the days of whenever I used to drink, I loved wine. Oh my God. That was my go-to for sure. Oh yeah. And I do miss it. Mm-hmm. You could drink too. You could drink more than <laughs> me. <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, okay. 
I mean, it's not a bad thing. Um, so yeah, that great suggestion. I would replace <laughs> the wine with pot in my ideal date night in. Um, mm. So that was a good mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here's one I wrote down. Like I said already, I think from Rachel, binge watching shows and ordering in. So. Mm. So. Yeah. Um. So did you guys plan a date night then? Not yet. Have you have no. you come up with something? No. Okay. It's been so go go go, and you know, like I touched yeah. on in the last episode, um, you know, it's just been kind of crazy over here, just yeah, anxiety and everything, and right. Well, I mean, I think it's just like you just have to do it. You know, you just have to sit down and make it happen. Yeah. 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 No. That's like, um, you, I think I've talked to you a little bit about, um, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's this therapist. Um, I think she's just, I think she's just a, a psychologist, but anyway, she's got several books that she has written and, um, I have them all and she has a radio show and, um, she is a very, uh, very opinionated woman, but she has a lot of really great advice. Um, and anyway, one of the things that I just wanted to mention because it is relevant to this topic is she always says that you should be your your husband's girlfriend or you should be your wife's boyfriend. And so, you know, just because you're married, you know, that part of you and that part of your relationship should not end like ever. Um, And so she talks a lot about too, like how your marriage should come before really anything and anyone, like including your children Um, and how it's just like, incredibly important like she cannot stress enough like how you should date your spouse you know for you to uh, yeah. just really like keep that foundation of you too in your marriage you know yeah and keep it well like keep that relationship healthy yeah I completely agree um <clears throat> oh I mean I definitely see that it's I mean mm-hmm. we're the foundation you know like we started this family so you know I feel yeah. like there is that duty to keep things number one, like keep each other first. I've right. never though had like, you know, it's new for us. We've never struggled with that until now. Um, what, like having dates? And just stuff? making a point to We're have choosing that, each other. Yeah. To have the time to make the time, you know? Um, so that's where we're at. Like trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. Like, okay. It's hard to make that time, but we need something in place that, Because everyone will tell you, like, you know, make sure you guys make time for you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not all about the kids. Like, you hear that kind of advice, and there's a reason. Yeah. Um, Because I definitely can see how we could just get lost in the parenting role and not Mm – and, and yeah, just kind of forget, oh, yeah, like, who we are, like, ourselves. Sure. As part of a marriage, a couple, you know – so yeah, that's where I'm at. Where I just kind of I miss him, <laughs> and yeah, I miss right. myself too, and not just in that, like in a different role, not just as mom, because 
sure. it's kind of overtaking so much. So yeah, so that's yeah. why I put that out there because I know I wanted to talk. I knew I wanted to talk about it and mm-hmm. see what people had for suggestions, but. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, so Anthony and I, like, obviously, like, we don't have, we don't have kids yet. But, you know, I find that we will struggle a little bit with that, too. And it's like, not that we have so much going on, or we have other people, like, like children or something that is pulling our attention away. But just even getting lost in your day to day, just stuff like your day to day routine, your work, your um, your, your hobbies, like his studying, my hair, you know what I mean? Like all of that stuff on the side, like you really do tend to lose sight of like focusing on, on just you too and like your relationship. And so, yeah, I mean, I just think everybody, regardless of whatever the situation is and their, you know, kids or whatever, like it's just important to always, like choose your spouse, choose to date your spouse, choose to like really nurture that relationship. And so, yeah, totally. Agree. Definitely a good topic. Yeah. In fact, if you remember, it was kind of, we had that little thing as part of our wedding where we had, I don't know, it's like little circuit circles that we got at Michael's, I think, um, craft store. And it was just like share a date night idea with the bride and groom. Yes, and I yeah. That. And I, I don't know what they are. I obviously don't like carry them in my work bag or anything. Like, <laughs> pull them out but anyway, but yeah, it's just like really cool just to hear like what other people thought was a good date night idea. And, you know, like we should, we need to do that. I needed to, you know, break those out and start picking one every, every week or so. And, and, do it you know I agree yeah we'll see what we come up with this weekend so yes you guys should totally do something put the girls to bed at least Cora I mean I don't know does Sunny sleep but she sleeps yet yeah we're having we're having some time at night where it's just us yeah but it's not like hey like what are we gonna do how are we gonna make this fun um it's more like I'm so tired and yeah. so is he, you know, it's just, like I said, this weird phase and I recognize yeah. that we need each other, but it's like, okay, yeah. it's hard, but of course, like, let's do it. I mean, let's yeah. make it happen, but that's where we're at. So I'll, I'll let you know next week. Yeah. Keep us posted. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. What do we have? Oh, yeah. So I just, I wanted to touch on the last episode and, um, you know, talking about the anxiety and stuff. It was really, like, it was hard. I don't know. And I went back and listened to it because I don't, usually, lately, I haven't listened to our episodes, but. Yeah. And my thought was like, okay, that wasn't so bad. (laughs) Um, Really? Listening to it? Like. Yeah. I mean, I was so afraid because it's such a big part of my day to day. And. Yeah. You know, I really just scratched the surface with it, but, you know, I don't know. It was hard to talk about. Isn't that interesting? I think it just is so, like, um, telling that, like, you even had, you even had anxiety over you talking about your anxiety. You're like, oh, my God, I have to go back and listen to this. And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, clearly, like, that was a big deal for you. And it, it really was. I mean, I'm glad you shared it. I mean, I'm glad I did, too. I didn't think that it would be 
helpful from for me, but I think that it is to share. Um, yeah. And then to realize, like, wow, I only just talked about just, like, kind of the physical anxiety, like, not all the racing thoughts and shit that I deal with every day, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so I'm glad I glad I talked about it. Um, and what else? You know, so it was funny, too. Like, I didn't mention it at the time, but, you know, when I was bitching about my aunt's, like, my aunt situation overtaking uh-huh. my house. Oh, yes. Um, yes. So that's a big, you were like, well, just call your landlord. It's like, yeah, but I have so much, like, anxiety around that particular thing and dealing with him. Like, it's not easy. Like, it's not something that I can just do. Um, and I thought about the, that the other day. I was like, yeah, like, you know, it's just an example right there. How Right. Ugh, yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, definitely something that we could go on and on about. For sure. Um, and I'm sure it will come up again yeah. in in future podcasts. Oh, it will be. You know. I just like have oh, yeah. to touch on that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you went back and listened. I'm glad that you did that. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was kind of like, um, like a a good surprise, right? Like that you actually benefited from talking about it, even though that wasn't your point. Like your point was like to shed light on it. Yeah. But and it, you ended up like, it was therapeutic. It was good for you. It was therapeutic, yeah. I would say. Right. Yeah, definitely. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. What's our topic this week? So this week we are talking about miscarriage. Because yeah. we should talk about it. Um, Definitely. And not just what's the oh, go ahead. Statistic. No, I was gonna say I, you had a statistic. I did. What is so it? it's actually one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. Is a mis. Yeah. That is crazy. That is a really big number. It's a lot of people. Which what kind of blows my mind about it is that that's a lot of women that are experiencing this, but okay. But how often do you really hear about it or people really open up and talk about it and it's happening to them? Right. Um, it's happening. I, I feel like not very often. I feel like it's not really something that is talked about a lot. Um, I mean, I know a handful of people like in my personal life, I know, like, if you could see my hands right now mm-hmm. to all of our listeners, like I'm doing the quotation signs, like I know a bunch of people like just from following them on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, like that have experienced that. But in my personal life, really, it's just a handful of people that I actually know because we've had a, like a discussion about it. But I'm sure that that number is a lot bigger. And so it's like, okay, well, if that is so much bigger, then why, why aren't people talking about it? Like, why is it so taboo? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm with you on or that. Or is it taboo? I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't be, but I, I do think, well, okay. So I'm one of those women. I experienced two miscarriages. Um, mm-hmm. So thinking back, you know, 
it was something that I felt like I couldn't talk about really too much because nobody, because I think nobody else was. Or you feel like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me, but nobody will understand. That was a big thing. Like, nobody will get it. So did you feel like, I don't know. So like when, when you had, okay, so hang on a second. Let's take me back. Like these miscarriages, when were they? Like they, were they both before Cora? So um, we, our first miscarriage was my first pregnancy ever. Um, okay. Yes. And I remember. Okay. Yeah. I remember both of them, but I'm trying to. Yeah. They, they were both before Cora. So. Yeah, they were both before Cora. Right? Sorry, yeah, okay, I don't know why I said that differently. But yes, they they were both before before her. Um, the first one, and see, I'm not big on like remembering because to me, I don't stick with dates like that, like when we found out or whatever. But um, yeah. what stuck out to me were the due the due dates, the months of the babies, like then mm-hmm. and just like side story. So Cora's middle name is June. And June is the birth month of the first baby that we lost, would have been. And then mm-hmm. Sunny, May, um, May was the second month of, for the second baby. So, so those, that stuck out to me, but I couldn't tell you exact dates, but I know like obviously the first one was our first pregnancy. Um, and we went in for our first ultrasound and we're excited to see the baby and there was no heartbeat. So that's how we found out about the first. And then, oh, go ahead. Sorry, do you have a question? Well, I was going to say, like, okay, so, so, like, take us, because I think, and I don't know, right, because I have never been pregnant. I have never had a miscarriage. Like, this is all just, uh, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm taking it, you know, from, like, other people's stories and things that I have heard, right? So, so. Take me through the process. So whenever you found out, because I think, right, I think from what women have say, like, not only is it the, the emotional, like, freaking sucker punch of like, holy shit, I lost my baby, like, oh my God. But then that's not just it. Like, you don't just go home and like, okay, we'll just try next month. Like, it doesn't just go like that, because you have to go through a whole process. So like, Walk me through it. Okay, so um, first pregnancy, okay, we're pregnant. Um, for nine weeks, we went loving this baby and planning a life with this baby and um, never, well, I don't know if that, okay, so, okay, so nine weeks, right? So we go to the first ultrasound and they do the ultrasound, but I can tell at it right away because I had been doing so much research and and just looking at ultrasounds that the ultrasound didn't look quite right for nine weeks so the baby was a little smaller and they couldn't pick up a heartbeat Mm -hmm. okay so at that point Brian and I just knew um they sent us for another ultrasound to to just be sure that there was no heartbeat but I had already known at that point so so of course yes emotionally I can speak for myself and we were devastated Um, this was a wanted baby that was already part of our life in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at that point, it's like you have options. Um, we opted for, it's called a DNC, which 
the baby is removed. Um, which I, ha- if I had known more, or I guess I probably wouldn't have gone that route. I would have miscarried naturally, I think. Okay. Um, so those are your two options, right? Like a DNC or just to like to let wait. your body take. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how it was explained to me. And, um, okay. So, so yes, we were just, it's just scary. And, and aside from that being just sad and feeling that loss, um, it's a scary thing because it's a reality. Like, okay, wow, like, this happened to me. Like, I never really mm-hmm. pictured my journey to parenthood. I never thought of miscarriages or, or loss. I just, that, you know, because... Typically, right, like, you always correlated it with, like, happiness and joy and, like... Right, never would have yeah. crossed my mind, oh, well, we might have, you know, complications. Um, the second one... I couldn't even tell you how, like, how far I was along. It doesn't even matter. Um, How much time in between the first first miscarriage and the second? uh, Years, I want to say. Okay. Three years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I guess. I don't know. Okay. Um, And that one was just a really traumatic miscarriage um and like I lost how I lost so much blood so much blood so how did so but how did you find out so So you don't know how far along you were right so I was probably I want to say seven weeks Um, okay and I was actually at work and just like bleeding started bleeding I mean I was didn't feel anything abnormal I was nauseous and pregnant and um all of a sudden I was at work and I just felt this big gush like something was not right and I went to the bathroom and just um so much blood I mean that's just really what comes to mind so much blood that's what it was um and it didn't like, stop like okay I, that was going to be my next question was like is it something that you just like could could you at that point like just okay Clean yourself and I had to go home. Get up like, and go back to like no, it was no. Yeah, there so, was no like yes. okay. Yep. One of my best of friends, John, had to drive me home. I mean, and just you know, so aside from knowing you already know what's happening and it's yeah. this thing you're trying to process, your body physically is going through it and it it's just, it's all the emotions at one time. And, you know, and I say so much blood because I want to stress because, yes, this is real and this is how it goes. And, I mean, I, I passed out. Brian called the ambulance. It was fucking scary. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and I think wow. the second one, I remember it as like, okay, well, maybe kids, that's not in my future. You know, that was just what was constantly running through my mind. Like, this may not be happening for us. And that was really hard because that's really all I've ever wanted, you know. Right. Um, Well, I remember, because I obviously, like, remember you going through this. And I remember, like, having these conversations with you about how, like, like what you just said, how you were like, okay, yeah, well, maybe, like, children aren't in our future you know maybe they aren't because you never had trouble 
getting pregnant. Like that was never an issue. Like you wanted to get pregnant, you got pregnant. It was just like carrying to term. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't happening. Right. Right. Which made. Yeah. So I can. Yeah. I I can see how like confusing that would be because typically when you think about like infertility, you think of like the act of getting pregnant and you just think like, okay, well, if I got pregnant, like, boom, it's done. Like, you don't even think that, oh, shoot, like, maybe, like, my body's not going to let me keep it. Exactly. You know? No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. yes. You know, like, oh, okay, you're pregnant. Well, that's not the whole battle because. Right. And, and, and in fact, that's a fear I had with both my pregnancies with Cora and Sunny. Like, okay, I'm at 20 weeks. Do I go to 21? I mean, is this going to happen differently? Is this. Um, Am I going to go full term? It's something you never really shake. I mean, at least I didn't. (laughs) Talk about wreaking havoc on your anxiety. Um, Hello. For sure. Yes. Holy crap. Um, Not the best best combination of shit happening. Oh. um, You know, so definitely, and I'm so grateful for the babies I have now and that you know, just even more so when I think of like what we went through. Um, But I'm glad we're talking about it because it's, when I think back on this time, I think more of, I think when I did open up, like for example, I had somebody in my family after the first loss that I let in on what was happening. Um, and their comment was, well, they were only the size of a bean or something like that. Like, and, and, and I'm bringing it up now because I think a lot of people might think like that. Well, oh, you know, and they might even say, well, how far along or like, or, or maybe it's not as hard when you're seven weeks versus 25 weeks, you know, and, and reality is though, both of those losses are extremely difficult. And you've lost your child. Sure. Um, right. So maybe maybe for me, like, comments like that, like, deterred me from really talking about it, too. And maybe that is why women I, don't talk about it so much. Right. I get that. Maybe they yeah. feel like they have to justify their emotions or, you know, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But I know it's not talked about enough. And... Yeah, I know women are going through this. So, and and the reason that we're bringing it up, right, is um, so personally, just this past two weeks, I've had somebody in my family have a miscarriage, a really good friend of mine, have a miscarriage, and then just this uh, blogger that actually you and I follow. I know you saw mm-hmm. um, she lost her baby as well. Yeah. Um. So it was like okay. Um. And it got me thinking and kind of reflecting. Yeah, seriously, I was watching her talk on on Instagram, like on one of her stories, and I literally was just like sitting there, just like crying with her. I just felt so awful, so mm. just terrible. You could just feel just the raw emotions. I saw like that. that she was just pouring out. I mean, she was just beside herself really and it was just it was so sad to see yeah, yeah. so sad um 
yeah, she got, so she learned at her appointment also, and she got in her car and just recorded, just let it all come out, huh? Like, just, I saw that. Um, yeah, I mean, that took me back to when we found out we lost our first baby. Like, I, it was just, um, it's like, it's just devastating. And that's the word that keeps coming to mind. Um, Mm -hmm. and it affects, I mean, it affected both of us. It's not just the woman. Obviously. Well, I was just going to say, it's not just the woman. Yeah. Yeah. The the dads have to go through their own type of grieving process, too. I mean, they don't have the, the physical part of that, but, but certainly yeah. they have the emotional part of it. You know, mm-hmm. they, that was their baby, too. That was, they were excited. That was real for them, mm-hmm. too. And yeah, yeah. You know, my, my grandmother... Um, the, the one who just passed. Um, so she has four living children, right? But her very first baby was a daughter and, um, she carried to term and like went into labor, everything and delivered her and she was stillborn. And yeah. And, uh, buried her. Um, you know, got to hold her. Uh, well, she didn't hold her. My grandfather did. Isn't that interesting? She didn't want to. Okay. I understand that. I know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, buried her and had, they, you know, they have a grave site for her and everything. And honest to God, I mean, here I am like, right. Her, her granddaughter. And I even know about her. I mean, she, she talked about her her whole entire life. All her kids know about her. All her grandkids know about her. I mean, and just like what she had to go through, you know, too. Like, can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. I think there's, you know, reservations with women sharing, too, because of judgment or how other, not just women, but other people can be. And mm-hmm. um, everyone grieves differently and process they process loss on so many Mm -hmm. different just differently and and I think when that is the way that someone grieves is different than how we think it would Mm -hmm. be I think a Mm -hmm. lot of judgment comes in there and oh sure it's terrible I just I hate it I hate that that's how it is because I guess when you think about it that probably is a big reason why people may not be sharing more um yeah definitely yeah you know what because i i know um i know someone that has had a miscarriage um but not i I don't want to say that she wasn't affected by it but not um It, it wasn't as emotional, like she wasn't as completely destroyed by it as another one, like another person that I know, you know what I mean? But the thing is, is that that's okay. Like, that's okay. It, like the, it's, it, again, like it's not that she doesn't, she didn't care, or didn't love that baby, but it was just, and not that it's not a big deal. It's just like the way she grieved and processed it was 
just completely different than right. this other person, you know? I see what you mean. When really in reality, they, yeah. were, they both were. They both, of course, yes. Yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. And, um, and it's like the one, we'll talk about it, but the other one just really doesn't. Like, yes, it's, she will, but it's not something that like weighs on her. Yes. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like with my friend that just had a miscarriage, you know, and I said, I, and, and I, I knew that her and her husband were trying, but mm-hmm. I kind of have been wondering about them, you know, and I, it's not really my place to ask, I feel like. And I, and I said, and after she shared with me, I said, you know, I had a, a feeling, you know, like maybe something was going on, but I wanted you to share in your terms because. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. a hard thing to open up, open up about sometimes, or maybe, you know, I don't know. It, it, it is, because it's a sticky topic. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or bring something up that, I don't know, you just have to be careful, I feel like. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah, one in four. That's a lot. A lot. It is a lot, yeah. Yeah, it sure is. Well, you know, and there's all like, okay, so for instance, I, um, I'm friends with this girl on Facebook. We actually went to high school together and I, I don't really know her all that well. It was, she was more like an acquaintance, you know, but, um, and I actually don't really even know, um, like how far along she was. I want to say she was 30 weeks. And she went into her, um, her, you know, OB appointment and there was no heartbeat and, you know, she had to deliver and her breast milk came in and like all of that stuff. And she's like, has all of these, all of these things happening to her body and no baby to show for it. And so she is actually very open about all of it. Um, and she struggles with it a, a lot, you know, but so one of the things that she talks about is how like it, even the, even the fact that like she still grieves the loss of her daughter every single day, it has impacted her in different ways too, because she, this was maybe two, three years ago. And so in that amount of time, she has had another miscarriage um, and just going months and months and months and months and months without getting pregnant. And so she has talked about how like even other people like bringing up good news to her, like people are afraid to talk to her about like, Hey, I'm pregnant. Like people are afraid to share that news with her. People act differently toward her because of the things that she's experienced. And so it's like, she's still dealing with it just in different ways Yes. now years after, you know? Oh, it's so hard. No, go ahead. Well, no, but, but one of the things that she talks a lot about though is like, she wants people to feel comfortable telling her that she's pregnant or, 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 or that they're pregnant. You know what I mean? Because she can still, even though she might be in complete utter hell with her like infertility story and um, you know the the stories of her miscarriage and everything, like she can still be happy for somebody else. Like she can be both, and that's what she talks about a lot. Like 
I can be both. But like, it's true. Like she still is having to deal with that. Well, I know somebody that is quite the opposite. Um, is really destroyed every time there's a pregnancy announcement. Um, you know, when I got pregnant with Cora, I was talking regularly with somebody that um, I knew from a while ago, and she was going through infertility treatments at the same time. So we were both open about like trying to conceive, and um, you know, I she knew about the miscarriages, and well. During that time, I got pregnant with Cora, and her last attempt at the um, infertility treatment failed. Mm. So, for her, I mean, that, well, I guess, I mean, that's when we kind of stopped talking. Um, Really? She, she, because I know that it was hard for her to get that news from other people or to see other people having like their fourth fifth child, you know, that, that is hard. Um, so for her, mm-hmm. I don't think she was quite there yet able to, you know? Yeah. Um, right. So I understand, you know, and then to what you were saying earlier, I can relate to feeling pregnant when I wasn't like after we lost, well, both times I had pregnancy symptoms. So talk about a mind fuck. Cause gosh, I mean, like for me, the second I'm pregnant, it's like you just feel different. I mean, your outlook Mm -hmm. on everything, your thought process and how you approach everything. And it's hard to just turn that on and off. Right. Um, So not only just physically feeling pregnant, just, you know, it's almost like having to remind yourself that you're not. And that was a struggle. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Wow. But like I said, that's why we're talking about it. And <laughs> yeah, I follow this um, this couple on YouTube. Um, the names are Phil and Alex, um, and they have been trying for I think eight years to get pregnant, and they've had three miscarriages. Um, they've had two egg retrievals done and I don't even know how many times they've done IVF. They do have two little girls that um, they have adopted and um, they're just a really cool family, but she, Alex brings so much light onto this topic and it is so just it's informative. It's refreshing. It makes you think about what you do, what you say, um, just on like on the topics of, of miscarriage, on infertility treatment, on um, she talks about like what you were saying about how your friend was like, it just, it just crushed her. Like she talks about that too. Like she still goes to the baby showers, but that doesn't mean she doesn't leave the baby shower and cry all the way home. Like, she can still be happy for people who are experiencing those things, but it, it does tear her apart. And she talks a lot about how like you can have, you can feel all of those things and it's okay. Like it is okay. I mean, shit, I've experienced that, but for different reasons, like I don't know. 
I have no idea if I will have any trouble or not getting pregnant. Like I have no clue because I have never tried, you know what I mean? Right. But, um, but I want children. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I want children more than I want my left arm. Yeah. And, and honest to God, like I, I, feel the same way like anytime I go to a baby shower or anytime I see an announcement on Facebook I just think like I'm so happy for that person but god damn it when is it gonna be my turn you know like I can understand yeah I can definitely understand yeah like just so envious so can you you imagine like like, yeah oh my god I can't imagine see I feel like I no listen I would never like not be friends with somebody or like I would not let it affect a, a relationship, but I would be the person, like, I would have to delete everything. So, like, I couldn't see it. I just couldn't. Like, if I couldn't get pregnant, if infertility was a thing for me, yeah, I, I would not be see it in my face every day. I couldn't. Mm-mm. I can nope. definitely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something I experienced after <sighs> suffering the miscarriages and then having a healthy pregnancy and baby. Mm-hmm. I had some guilt, too, because just before that, I was part of a group where, you know, maybe I won't have kids. And then I did have a child. And so it was conflicted, just confusing emotions, along with you also hear things like, okay, like something along the lines of not don't complain about your pregnancy because there's a woman that can't carry a child. So how dare you? complain about that so I struggled because I didn't have the easiest pregnancy like I still had a you know issues and right and I struggled with like okay well I felt sometimes I couldn't even really talk about it or express what I was feeling and then I quickly understood it like well yes that is true there are women that can experience this amazing thing of pregnancy Right. But for me, it's like, okay, I don't want, I still want to be real in how I'm feeling. You can still have these feelings that are, this is real. Like some, you're going to have shitty days when you're pregnant. You know, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. There are times that it is rough. And I didn't feel like I, I wanted to be able to talk about like, you know, it's me. I wanted to be able to talk about the real stuff. Yeah. And I, and so I don't really agree when, sometimes when people say that because I feel like well no those are real feelings you're having you get I agree I totally agree I feel like this society honest to god is like everything has to be related and it's like listen it's not like it's not right I understand what you're saying but like okay stop it because we each have our own story our own journey and yes and all of that is 100% authentic and if we can't talk about it well hello (laughs) I mean yeah yeah that's just something I kind of struggled with but maybe not so much in the second but the first just because it was like Mm -hmm. Two different worlds. So, so what happens? And this is a dumb question, but like, do they kick you out of the group? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it wasn't a group. It was just like part. Like I meant more so like just like it had been my world, like researching and being on these. Well, like I was oh, part so you of weren't like, like part of like a Facebook group or something. No, no, no. Oh, okay, no. that's what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> which is fine. Like I know those things exist, right? And that's what I was thinking. Like, well, shit. <laughs> We're gonna like, okay, Kylie, like congratulations, but bye. Right. <laughs> like, no, and I have witnessed like women just be supportive and excited, and I've seen that too. Yeah. Um, but like I've also seen the other side. But like I said, don't get me wrong. I've had, you know, so with the second miscarriage, I had already announced our pregnancy on to the world on Facebook. So I did mm-hmm. have women just right. reach out and were like, "I'm so sorry, it happened to me too." And there's so much power in that when you hear it from somebody else or just that gets it or like, Hey, you're not alone. This shit sucks. Um, well, it's all part of like that me too movement. Like, obviously I know that's not what it's about, right. but it just goes to the, like the same sense as like, Hey, me too. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not the only one. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all more alike than we act i mean all are living lives that are completely different but in a lot of ways totally the same and and you know again that's why we're talking about it so um yeah and again too like just my experience this is what i can offer up but um like i said it's real and it's happening so we had to put it in our podcast that's right (laughs) that's right Hmm. What else do you have? Anything? Well, I just had a little bit of an update. I'm afraid to ask. Oh, no, it's okay. Okay. This is, I didn't wreck anything or... Okay, good. Nothing, yeah. Everything's okay. Um, although I do have a funny story about wrecking cars. And I'll come back to it. But, okay. okay. My update... Is about my diva cup. Do you tell? I still love it. I just wanted everybody to know that. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't gone out and bought one, you need to. Hey, I don't know what you're waiting for. Okay, so you love it that much because the yes, pregnant. I still haven't got a period since. Really sunny girl, so so I'm gonna have to start thinking about this stuff. And birth you control. totally should. Oh, that's oh. a whole other topic. But <laughs> I hate. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it up anyway. I hate. I hate taking a pill. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm not crazy about being any kind of, on any kind of birth control. I prefer the timing method and just using a calendar, and knowing your body and when you're fertile, like. That yeah. works for me, but me too. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> um, things can still happen. So I don't know. I think I'm leaning yeah. towards Brian getting a vasectomy. Hope you're okay. really. So you are. <laughs> yeah, surprise, Brian. <laughs> That's what I'm leaning towards, Brian doing. But seriously, why not? <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyways. Really, so you guys are like 100% done. No, we're not. 
Well, then what the hell? Because, well, no, we don't know. We don't know. Like, I I think I told you, like, we don't feel, when I say we're done, that doesn't feel quite right. I don't feel we're comfortable saying we're done, but. Okay, so you're not, like, signing him up for a vasectomy now. You're talking about, like, in the. I'm talking about, like, when we're for sure done. Like, we both know we're done. Got it. Um, okay, got it. And got then it. Brian has to make an appointment. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, I can support that. Okay, but your Diva Cup, you're still 100% yeah. behind it. 100% behind it. I have used it. I don't even know how many months ago it was that I talked about it, but I've used it every month since then. And seriously, it's the bomb. Um, I Like, I have saved so much money. You know, because I would buy a box of tampons like every single freaking month. Um, nope. Bought this one time, like You're easy set. as can be. Yeah, totally set. Totally set. You can like it stays in for up to twelve hours. Like I don't keep it in for twelve hours, but like I'm you know, empty it like around hour eight or something, but like I don't have to worry about getting like yeah, the because talk, you, talk you would be the point one percent, the point one percent that gets TSS. I used to be so afraid. Right? Like, oh, I'm gonna get me TSS. Too. I can't use TSS. I know. I know. Me too. My mom had the freaking fear of God, like sharks coming after me. Okay, and your mom needs to just like. Mm. I'm telling you. You point anyway. Who knows what you think about how like you know babies are made i'm dare i ask <laughs> no listen i had my facts straight and i told everybody whenever i was in second grade my mom had all the phone calls <laughs> oh shit really that's a true story mm-hmm. second grade okay. yep yep second grade yeah yeah that was uh <laughs> yeah but my mom uh, loved that that's cute, though. I think that's funny. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I guess. It's funny now. <laughs> oh, my God. I we th- both wanted to die. My mom wanted to die of freaking embarrassment. I wanted to die of embarrassment. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Second grade. I mean, I know I want to be very open about it all, like sex our bodies, like, everything with my girls. I just, I mean, obviously, we're not there yet to even start that conversation, but um, second grade, I don't know. I feel maybe that's (laughs) too young. (laughs) Right. Like, how do you even understand it all? But Listen, this is how I understood it. First of all, like I said, I was telling everybody accurate information, but I got my information from my older cousin. She is 13 years older than me. And I don't know why. I don't remember, like, how she told me. I don't remember the conversation. Like, I I don't know how that comes up with, I mean, how old are you in second grade? Like, seven, eight, or eight, seven. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, that's too young, right? So, I guess. um, like, how does that come? But with a cousin that's 13 years older than you, like, why does that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not really sure how that happened, right. but it did. And I was told. And so I was just like, hey, guys. I got some you news. Do to do it? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. So I told him. And then my one friend wrote it in her diary. 
Mm-hmm. And then her mom found it and read it. I'm like, oh, Carly told me I'd have sex. And then she called my mom. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. Are you still friends? Are you still friends with the friend that wrote it in her diary? Um, because I'd love yeah, to hear. I mean, that entry. Oh, and well, like, we're not like we're like not that <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> like we're <fr> <laughs> <laughs> like we're friends on Facebook. Um, I mean, it's like if I run into her at Walmart and say hi to her, but like, no, we're not. We don't like get coffee or anything, or like have a podcast or anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, I just I like I said, I would love to hear that entry because it'd be yeah. really fucking funny. <laughs> yes. Um, moving on now. <laughs> what do we have? Oh, um. So I have been listening to this book, and. I'm pretty sure it's going to change my life. Like, I'm pretty sure of it. Okay. So, you know, I'm into audiobooks. Do you what? know how many times you've probably said that to me <laughs> during our entire friendship? After reading or watching or hearing about whatever. Listen, this just goes to show you that I am motivated, right? Uh, you're motivated, I'm but your follow through sucks. <laughs> not true <laughs> i object to that i've read every um, self-help book out there have i applied it no but i've read them all <laughs> that's all i can <laughs> well this one go on i'm telling you it's gonna be life changing why tell us why <laughs> okay so um it's written by mel robbins um, if you don't follow her on the gram, you should. Um, she's very motivating, um, inspiring. Like she is a, um, I don't know what they call her, a contributor to CNN or something, whatever. She, she's a, she's a lawyer. She's a journalist. Like, um, anyway, she wrote this book. She's wrote, she's written a couple of books. Um, but the one that I am, well, she's reading it to me. Um, she's the narrator. Um, it's called the five second rule. And so I'll just break it down for you. Okay. So, um, she went through this period in her life where like everything sucked. She hated everything. Um, her marriage was in the toilet. They had like collection agencies calling them. Her husband's business was failing. She was unemployed. She had three kids, felt like the world's shittiest mom. And basically, they, they were going down, you know? Well, she was laying in bed one night, and she was watching on television um, NASA, like the, a rocket ship being like sent up. Thank you. Launch. That's the word. And so, you know what they do? Like when they launch a rocket, right? They're like five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Yeah, okay. So that's, so that's the extent of what I know about when they launch a rocket. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all you need to know. That's a good thing. 
Okay. So that's why it's called the five second rule. So she gets this like light bulb idea. Like she was at a point in her life where like every single morning she'd hit the snooze like 87 times. Like she didn't want to wake up for her life. Like her life fucking blew. Like she didn't want to get up for it. Everything sucked. Like why would she want to wake up and start her day when she just knew that it was going to be full of like dread and fighting and collection calls and all of that stuff, you know, and feeling like a failure and a right. fake and whatever. So, so she's laying there and she's watching this and she's thinking like, okay, if I could just be like a rocket ship, like a like if, if I can just picture myself as a rocket and count down to myself, like five, four, three, two, one, like blast off, like on one, I go and just do that with everything. Imagine like what I could do. And so obviously like she has now done a ton of research onto like why this works. And she, she explains it a hell of a lot better than what I just did. But that's, that's like the, the basis of it, of like, counting down and like you are five seconds away from like changing your life because when you when you think about something right when you think about doing something whether it's like getting up in the morning or um I don't know going like to do a workout right so you, you have that thought and you think about going to do it and you have five seconds five seconds before your brain, your feelings, right, are, are going to sabotage what it is that you want to do. And so your brain is hardwired really to keep you from doing things that make you uncomfortable. All right. So the idea is that whenever you're faced with something that is making you uncomfortable, before your body, before your brain sabotages that and, and, and allows you to like overthink it for sure okay. to overthink it, you count down five, four, three, two, one. And you know that on one you go, you go and you do it. Okay. And so anyway, I love it and I have been using it the past two days and let me tell you I've been like a freaking rock star when it comes to like all this stuff that I have to do for work that normally I would like like listen I feel like I am really really good at procrastinating and that's why I continue to do it because like I know that well she talks about this too which is interesting like no matter how much time you give yourself to do something, you will fill that time. So if you're given an assignment and you're told that you have five days to do it, you will take all five days to get that done. But if you're get, given the same assignment and you're given one day to get it done, well, then you'll get it done in one day because like you will fill that time. You understand? So like I'm really good at procrastinating because I know that no matter what, like I'm going to get it done. I know that about me. Even if I have to stay up for six days straight, like, I will get it done. Well, I feel like you and I both, like, you and I are the ones in college the night before a paper was due writing our 15-page paper. Hating ourselves. Oh, yeah. Saying we would never <laughs> fucking do this shit again. 
what the fuck are we every, thinking? Every every single time though. And every it, single yeah. time. And it and I did that. We did that. Oh. Oh yeah. It got us our oh. degree, but you know, yeah. No, I know what you mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so. But then it, it, but, but yes, but even though like we would get it done, the amount of stress and aggravation and like, good God, like, why do I do this to myself? Because this is painful. Like no matter, it, it, it causes all of that. So it's like, cut that out. Like, just do it. You know? Well, I should write a book. Do you remember a couple episodes ago when I told you my new slogan is just do it? Um, you don't listen. No. You don't listen when I talk. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But I did have that realization. Did you say that? Well, I'm pretty certain. Okay. I well, anyway, no. I couldn't tell you what episode or what okay. we were talking about, but I was. I I do remember saying like, because I went through this. Like, just do it. Like, I was putting so much thought into stuff that. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to like, okay, let me just fucking make a decision. Just do it. Like I was trying. To, right. Like, I don't know what happened to that mentality, but I did come across that and thought that it could work. Mm-hmm. Well, so she had said that like, so I'm talking about Mel Robbins again. So like she had said that a lot of people wrote to her like, isn't this the same as like the slogan, just do it. And she's oh, like, okay, there you go. It is right. Like it is, but only so like just do it is is like the action right like just just go and do it but the five four three two one is a tool it's a tool for you so use it as a tool like okay yes i'm going to just do it here we go five four three two one boom like you go and you just know that at one you're gonna just do it okay so i could see how the counting downs eliminating that space in your brain to uh-huh. go down those like roads like well this is uh-huh. maybe why I shouldn't you know it's just taking that exactly. off I understand I see what she means yeah okay anyway I you. recommend it is totally working I recommend everybody to read it actually I recommend to have her read it to you to get it on audible listen to the book because I tr- I don't know I just truly feel like having the author read it to you it is just so you get so much more from it because she's reading it to me how she wrote it you know mm-hmm. no I agree yeah it's totally coming across exactly how she wants it to come across and I mean it's only I think seven hours um the whole book and so I'm almost like I think I have two chapters left and then I'm going to be that. I'm so, like, I freaking love this book. I've been wanting to read it for at least a year. At least, at least a year, I'd say. And finally, with my Audible credit this month, I was like, I'm going to go get that. So I did. And I'm so freaking glad. And you've been doing... Anyway, that's my story. You've been doing enough driving to listen to it, so... I have, yeah. It's been perfect. All right, well... All right, guys. What's the name of it again? It's called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. All right. I won't listen. I always say this, but oh my you guys, God. I, I just know myself. I just, I don't know. I know you're about these like self-help and like, I don't, I sometimes just can't buy into it. Why? 
I don't know. It could be for anything, though. Like, it could be for anything. It could be, like, cleaning your house or, like, doing, I don't know, laundry or, like. I mean, I understand how it applies to, like, anything. Anything. Literally anything. (coughs) Okay. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just think, well, I probably won't. The thing is, is that. You're getting my version of it, and my version sucks compared to her version. No, I feel like because you gave me your version, I don't have to listen to it now. Like, I get the... That's not true. I get the gist. You just explained it to me. (laughs) Nope. You're wrong. Okay. (laughs) You need to listen to it, and it's... Like, seriously, you should. Okay. I will. Probably won't. Okay. Um... Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um... Okay, so this episode, we talked about not doing a... Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Partly because we don't have one. Are you? <laughs> you? And <laughs> we like to spice it up every now and then. So we have some rapid fire questions to send back and forth. We do. We do. Let me find them. Okay. How many? How many are we gonna do? Let's do a round, and then let's see. What's a round? Well, okay, sorry. I have a website that has, like, the round, like, a set of questions. Oh, should I go do that? Should I go to that? It's about, like, 15. Oh, I think maybe I should. Okay. I'm looking at round six right now, so you let me know when you're there. All right. Okay. Give me just a second here. You're fine. Stay okay, on. you said you're you're at round six. Yes, I was prepared to ask you round six. Okay, so I'll ask you then round seven. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, rapid fire. Here we go. How many kids would you like to have? Three. Are rats cute? No. Are you politically correct? Um, yes. <laughs> What's your favorite car? Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. I don't have one. What's, oh, do you know how to salsa dance? Uh, poorly. What does the acronym SCUBA stand for? SCUBA? I don't know. Side note. Oh, something underwater breathing apparatus. Yeah. And I'm scuba certified and I don't know. Um, scale of one to ten, how good are you at wiffle ball? What's wiffle ball? Uh, is it that with the bat the holes in it or something? Or the ball with the holes in it? I don't know. Uh, uh let's say a five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm a five. I'm, a I'm all right at it. Cocky motherfucker. <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight? Um, yes. How many cups of coffee do you drink per day? Eight. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you explain that? Eight cups? Um, yeah. Okay, so it's not the five seconds to success or whatever. You're drinking <laughs> five cups of coffee. Eight. Sorry, eight cups eight. of coffee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, moving on. 
Uh, what's your <laughs> ideal outside temperature? 75. If everyone in the world had to get married when they reached a certain age, what would that age be? 25. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Uh, yes, my sister. Favorite type of muffin? I, um, uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon, whatever. Sugar. Cinnamon, sugar. Okay. Yeah, or blueberry. <laughs> it's so funny to me how these are rapid fire, like one answer, but you can really learn a lot about somebody. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Giving presents or getting presents? Uh, getting presents. If you had a child, what would you want them to... Oh, this doesn't make sense. Skip. Okay. No, no, it's okay. If you had a child, which you do, um, would you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? No. Okay. Make a high <laughs> 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 Make a high pitch sound. <laughs> oh my god, sorry about it. Um, from one to ten, how hot do you like your shower water? Eight. If Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump were both drowning and you could only save one, who would it be? They were both drowning? Yeah. Who would you save? If you could only save one. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Do you like the smell of gasoline? No. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Yes. Do you like the name Charlie for a girl? Do you know the definition of triskaidekaphobia? Nope. Have you ever tasted soap? Yes. If you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? No. <laughs> Just <laughs> <Do> you, kidding, <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you currently own any stuffed animals? Not personally, no. What's the maximum number of spritzes of perfume before it's too much? Two. Okay, that's it. <laughs> you gave me. Do you a, want to do one more? You gave me a look. Why two? Why is two? Do you <laughs> because you probably said like I smell like a French whorehouse. I put like <laughs> I swear to God, I put like I don't know twelve. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow! So you like your perfume I'm like, like one two? You like your car? Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> I'm serious. I put like at least two or three on my wrist, then like a couple on my on my like chest, neck area, and then a couple behind my neck. Yeah, like, I, you do. I see under you doing my hair. it. But it doesn't bother me. It's not like, oh, shit. That's like, plus I would tell you. Yeah, you would. I was dying. Okay, yeah, yeah let's do another one. Let's see. Okay, so you're going to do which one? Um, I'll do round nine. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And I'll do round four. Okay. What type of milk do you put in your cereal? Skim. Would you rather be besties with Beyonce or Rihanna? Mm. I, um, I, uh, Beyonce, I guess. What's the capital of New York? New York. 
Is it? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, but then part oh, of shit. Or is it Albany? <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. I swear we really did go to college. Shit. And um, I was so good at geography. Not me. Oh my god. You need to edit that shit out. Go on. Not. Did you ever believe in Santa Claus? Um, yeah. Duh. Are dogs people? Yes. Have you ever been to Africa? Yes. Would you eat a day old taquito from seven eleven? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most number of hours you've watched TV in a single day? Um, uh, I don't know, ten. <laughs> do you Instagram? Do you Instagram your food? No. What sound does a seal make? <laughs> ark, ark. You're welcome for Thank that. You, really. That was me. <laughs> You're all about the sounds tonight. I don't know. Um, where, oh, is that you, it? No. Would you rather lose all your hair or gain 50% more hair? Oh, um, gain 50% more. Do you have any friends taller than 6'4"? Mm, no. Female friends? I don't know. Just any friend. Oh. Uh, I think that's no. really tall. I think you <laughs> would know. Okay. Is there a spider... That, there's a spider in your house. Do you kill it or set it free? Kill it. All right. So you've completed round nine. Okay. What's something you could eat for a week straight? Oh, I don't know. Uh, spaghetti. Would you rather wake up to an air horn blowing in your ear every day? <laughs> or wake up and have to run for Four miles every day. Bring on the air horn. <laughs> oh, right? Me too. Uh, is Jimmy Kimmel funny? Yeah. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. <laughs> Say something cool. <laughs> okay, don't. That's dumb. Yeah. Polka dots or stripes? Wait. Um, Stripes. Would you go to a movie alone? Yes. What's a country you'd be okay never visiting in your life? Canada. Would you rather eat some smoky gnocchi or some delish fish? Neither. If you were given the opportunity to fly into space, given today's technology, would you take it? Hell no. <laughs> For a journal, paper or computer? Paper. Is a human life more valuable than the life of a dog? Yes. Most embarrassing store you might be seen shopping at? Embarrassing what? Store? Store. I might be seen. You're like, I don't leave the house. <laughs> yeah, you have to leave the house for that. So, mm, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's it. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I switch it up a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And we always have to mention, because 
we don't know how else to get the word out or we're too busy i don't know but we have an instagram so check us Uh out um and it's what 30 talk potties yeah 30 talk no 30 talk pod p-o-d oh that's it yeah you're, I think we're talking about our emails, but any suggestions, oh, right. any suggestions or questions or anything, you guys can send a direct message to our Instagram, and I guess I can, I'll have it for next time, our email address, too. Um, I think it's just 30talkpotties at gmail.com. I think you're right. I'm not certain, yeah. but... Yeah. We'll double check on it. Send well, us an email. Yeah. We'll, if we respond, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.